Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Are we on? Yeah, on? we're on. Let's go, baby. All right. <laughs> Hello, movie fans, and welcome back to the Movie Council podcast. This is, uh, 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 yeah, you know, the whole fucking thing. The whole uh, thing I normally do in the beginning. Oh, my God. What the fuck this week? I'm just not. I'm not there. I'm not there mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Yeah. Any yeah. other ways to be? I'm not physically there. <laughs> well, yeah. Did I live out physically? Uh, I'm yeah. not. I'm just not. I don't have it this week. It's just something I don't know. Mm. I don't know what yeah, it, is. it happens. You know, it happens. Long week. It's fifteen fucking degrees outside here. Yeah. That's before the goddamn wind blows. Then it's like negative fifteen. You want to fucking shoot yourself? <laughs> My dog injured her fucking paw out there at some point. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with oh. her, but she's hobbling around this place. I just I'm not up for it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I get you. I don't know who else is. I mean, what about what about my right hand man, my COO, the the reigning, defending, undisputed best movie guy in the in the world, the incomparable, hot shot banker, Mister Andrew Sherry. How are you tonight, buddy? Thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> so I want this to be the intro from now on. I think that was that was <laughs> really you, you you like you stepped up to the you know the into the batter's box. You mm. you know you. <laughs> You tapped the plate, you called your shot, and you, mm, and, you and they just took three straight fastballs right down the middle. Yeah. And bat on and the like shoulder. A, I don't even consider it. swinging. <laughs> oh my god. Fucking walk to the dugout disgust. <laughs> Snap the bat over the your knee. So fucking tired, man. This week was horrible. Ugh. I was out sick from work yesterday because I was just I was just dizzy for no fucking reason whatsoever. I was just dizzy. So I miss work. That was a fucking mess. It's just, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We got two fucking movies to get into. AJ. <laughs> AJ. I mean, it's probably, you know. AJ. Some real upbeat movies, too. Tell me. Yeah. very. I think maybe that's part of it. AJ, tell me something good. Tell me, is work getting better? Is it? <laughs> Somebody yeah, say something works, happy. <laughs> works great. Works. Yeah. I can't complain about work. I'm not going to tell you what I, you know, what I do for work. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I work in banking. You know, it's a very exciting life. You know, the hot shot. Have department. you always worked in banking, or did mm-hmm. you ever work anywhere else? I did some retail. Uh, Blockbuster Video was a place what? I worked at what? for about five years. That was yeah. a low point for me. Um, <laughs> a low point. That's a low point for me. But you know what's not a low point is is this this show here. It's not mm. a low point. It is tonight. Tonight might be, uh, yeah. but overall, it's not tonight is. You know what? I'll tell you. Bottom. I'll tell you what. Like these movies tonight. One of them is about as bleak as it comes. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Christ. We'll get into uh, those. But it's three hours and 26 minutes of bleakness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Again, if you clicked on this episode, you know which movies that we did tonight. Although DP is going to turn the title into some fucking bizarre Rubik's Cube. You got to figure out. 
to know which movies they are, but they are both going to be factor heavily into the Academy Awards this year. And uh, so we, we're talking about them. That's what we're doing this time of year. It's Oscar season. It's award season. And we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. I talk about it for an hour. Speaking, speaking of people who fucking go on aimlessly, TP, how's your... Uh, I, I heard a rumor that your car's fucked up. That's Oh, my fucking God, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Brand new. I've had it less than two months mm. completely dead. I can't even get into the thing, let alone <laughs> start it and or try and figure out what's happening. Like they, I, you know, I even have an app that can control the car. The app says everything's perfectly fine and there's nothing wrong with the car. But mm. yeah, it won't. It, I can't do anything. So I just it, bought the fucker. I just bought the fucking thing. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, no uh, so zone. yeah, I dealt with that. Oh, my and... fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucks, DP. Uh, All right. It does. Well, we got some, you know. But we're hey, talk- we're going to talk about some movies tonight. Yeah. About, uh, you know, murder and misery and one about absolute heartbreak, you know. Yeah, hey, just it's going it. to be a fun night, baby. It's really? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, if anybody's, yeah. If anybody's suicidal, fucking hide the sharp objects this week. Yeah. Christ on a Can I can I get the most lackluster swinging down in Charlotte we've ever got? Yeah, that's yeah, I was already just considering that a minute ago. (laughs) I don't know. Let's swing it fucking down to Charlotte or whatever that thing is. Talk to my boy, my bro. That's about all I got for you tonight. Mark, how are you? That was lackluster. That was lackluster. I was but before you did it, I was imagining you you doing it. Through tears, like yeah. sobs, <laughs> sobs <laughs> crying. Uh, we're not there <laughs> yet. <laughs> we're, we're close. <laughs> yeah, we're we're in that ballpark right now. Uh, I'm okay. I'm all right. It's uh, it's cold here now. Not nearly as cold as it is up there in Baston. Yeah, uh, bullshit, Marky. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? What's weird? Every time it rains here, you know, because it's it'll be like uh, twenty degrees, and then rain's coming tomorrow. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. Maybe I'll get some snow, you know, because it doesn't snow here very often. Mm. And the snow comes, it shoots up to sixty degrees, and then when it's gone, it sh- comes right back down to twenty degrees. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it's cold and rainy, but not cold enough to uh, get some snow and actually make it fun. So, no snow days for us. Yeah, we got smoked with snow. Uh, what was it last weekend? Weekend before, something like that. And then it mm-hmm. was like fucking sixty for the next two days. Like most of it yeah. melted. So it's uh, it's been weird. It's been a weird start to our winter here. They're not what they used to be. I can tell you that. Not like when we were fucking growing up around here. God. Yeah, I've heard stories of, and fucking from buried uh, man. Oh, yeah, from mm. from Pamela about uh, the door getting stuck shut yeah. for, for days. <laughs> yes, kick the fucker open. It, it was yeah. it was brutal. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's all right. Just cold as fuck still. That's not right. going away. Used to need shovels. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway. Um, all right, so we do have a couple of movies to get into, but we have some other stuff to do first. Um, Marky, uh, you do have a little bit of news for us. And if you don't, I didn't ask you what it was, but if there... <laughs> Sorry, did, did Daddy jumped the gun there. No, 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 it's good, it's good, it's good. You should, just, you should just keep hitting that for the rest of the episode. Just to, okay, yeah. Um, if there's one, it'll be funny if you just hit that at like just random times. 
Um, <laughs> Every time I hit it, Mark has to come up with some new story. <laughs> oh my god, I love this! I love this idea. I love this idea, Rocky. There is something if you don't say it, I will. But um, okay. I'm, I'm not sure if you will or not. So go ahead, fire away. What do you got? Yeah, it might be this first topic. Uh, is the the only real thing of substance I got here? It's uh, Alec Baldwin's been charged again with involuntary manslaughter. Yeah. So I don't know uh, the exact details because, you know, I just read headlines. I don't mm. really dig into the story if it's well ever, but mm. apparently whatever he dodged the first time around is uh, coming back on him or there's some new evidence. I'm not sure, but that's the headline and I'm repeating it to you. Is that what you were going to say, TW? Did you hear the it same thing? It was not actually. Um, no. No, I had a death. I had a death. I'm not sure if you have uh, any okay. of those. I don't have any obituaries today. I'll, yeah, I'll do it right now. Um, 42 years old, Aiden Canto passed away. He was, um, mm. I, I loved him on the show Designated Survivor. Um, he was a main character on that. He was a main yeah. character on a um, show called The Cleaning Lady. Um, he was in The Following back the back in the day with uh, Kevin Bacon. DP, are you familiar with him? He was, uh, I don't even remember this character in X-Men Days of Future Past called Sunspot. I, I, I don't remember from that. I do remember from Designated Survivor, yeah, which was yeah. a super underrated show. That's a great show. Yeah, yeah I, I really dug that one. And yeah, I, 42 years I, old. I huh? never watched uh -huh. a Cleaning Lady just because, mm -hmm. like, the title alone sounded so stupid. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I, it was on Fox. And so, like, we would watch Family Guy and Bob's Burgers every week. And kept seeing commercials for the cleaning lady. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. The cleaning lady. They really have a show called the cleaning lady. <laughs> so we never watched it, but yeah, I didn't even right. hear that he passed away. Yeah, uh, it was what's today? Uh, the well, it was 20th. almost two. It was almost two weeks ago. It was on the eighth. Oh wow! Um, he was only forty-two years old. He died of appendix cancer. Eesh. Oh, so just random, take that right? fuck hey, appendix. Yeah, take that thing. Thing out. Yeah, must not have gone to the doctor. Right? It, you know what I mean? One of those oh, things. And, uh, Didn't pay his sack dues. Yeah, but uh, health insurance yeah. lapped. Forty-two. I uh, really liked him. I uh, left behind a wife and two kids. Really sad news. Oh, that's sad. Brutal. My jokes were in poor taste. <laughs> well, come on. It's pretty much the thing. We could retitle the podcast too. These jokes are in poor taste. Yeah. 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 Disclaimer. Yeah. Uh, Mark, you uh, what else other, you got, kid? Yeah, yeah. The other pieces of news I have: um, Gladiator Two has wrapped filming, and mm, the plot yeah. has come out. Um, you remember the uh, little boy Lucius mm -hmm. or Lucius? Apparently, mm -hmm. it's going to be about him. It's set twenty years after the original film. And yeah, he's some, going to be the protagonist. Yeah, Marky, somebody cool is playing him, right? Yeah, uh, uh, I, I saw his name and face, but I don't recognize him. Say his name to me. Well, I got to find it for you real quick. Yeah, sorry. Um, I, I can come back to it. Um, sorry about that. Or if you oh, want to put a, a uh, pen pa in it. Paul Mescal. He was yes. in um he was in that movie After Sun last year, which got a lot of fanfare. He was also in a show I recently watched on Hulu called Normal People. It was just a miniseries based off a book. Really, really good. Um, I like him. He's Irish, Irish guy. Paul Mascal, yeah. really good young actor. I think he'll be good in that role. Um, and that's this one's also gonna have Denzel Washington in it and uh, apparently Pedro Pascal. And I think it's got some of the original people um from the from the uh original gladiator movie. But uh, so that that's wrapped. That's still going forward. Unfortunately, it is not about Russell Crowe fighting people in hell. Yeah, demons. Too bad. Yeah, oh, too bad. That would, that would have been so good. Right. <laughs> um, 
And the last piece of news, this is more for you, TW. I think this was your movie that uh, you liked, the movie Code 8. Remember that we watched it on uh, Netflix? That's, that, oh, that's, that's UDP. Yeah. I don't think I watched that. No, uh, it's it's a Canadian film, I think. And it's yeah. uh, Stephen Amell and Robbie Amell are in it. Mm-hmm. Green Arrow. So a part two is coming out to Netflix February oh. 28th. Pretty soon, DP. Oh, wow. That's that soon. Sweet. Good reviews. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I all I have. I would definitely check that out. Remind me what that one's about. <laughs> so it's it's a world where people do have superpowers and oh, they're, they're rounding them up or something. Yeah. And they're registered. Yeah, they, they have to I register remember that. Okay. And, I remember yeah. that. Okay. And they have different degrees of, uh, I guess, lethality right. or, and then, yeah, this one guy comes out and he's kind of like a secret power, secret eight. Um, and he he joins some bad folks and they do some like robberies and shit. Yeah, I remember. But that is it for me and news. Very nice. All right. Well, um, if we don't have anything else, we got a couple of movies to get into. Um, now this is gonna be a little. I'm not definitely gonna be on my game here, boys, because I normally have a whole notes and shit out. But again, mm. I used to do that on Fridays, but I was a little under the weather. I do have some some preliminary notes we can talk about. Let wow. me uh, go ahead and fire up the Rotten Tomatoes website because we always do enjoy the synops- synopsis, synops- synopsis, 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 yeah, Rag? one of Rog? those, uh, one, one of those. Um, so the first one, obviously it's been um, highly lauded, is that is that did I use that correctly? Lauded? I believe you did. Yeah. Okay. Sounds about right. Um, it's a new Martin Scorsese movie, Killers of the Flower Moon. A um, lot of uh, awards nominations. Like I said, I I do track you know the the major or even minor awards throughout the year. This is basically for Best Picture, running second place to Oppenheimer um, as far mm. as wins and nominations. I think it it was okay it did some shit at the uh golden golden globes i feel yeah, like lily gladstone. gladstone i believe it was nominated for yeah. a bunch of shit um but uh yeah it's uh, a, a three and a half hour epic from uh from our boy martin scorsese who apparently doesn't know how to make an hour and 40 minute movie anymore it's just nope. not in his wheelhouse uh, I just want to real quick, Rotten Tomatoes, 93 uh, critics, 84 audience. Believe it or not, this movie didn't really make much money in the box office. It was a $200 million budget. Box office was only $156 million. Uh, wow. But then there was some other thing I was reading. They ended up, some other things, they ended up breaking like even. And then I don't know if Apple paid anything extra for it because they, they were one of the production companies. Probably. But it, is, it is now free on Apple, Apple TV to watch. Um, again, Martin Scorsese wrote it, uh, directed it, and he was one of the writers. He w- wrote it with a guy named Eric Roth. Um, Marky, this one's going to bake your noodle. Eric Roth <laughs> was one of the writers on Dune. Dune? Mm. Dun? Yes. Dun- Dune? Dunny. Yeah. Now, that's is it, it the, the uh, one of the writers for Dune, the uh, recent iteration or the, the recent? Uh, yeah. Okay. Which you loved. He was also, but he was also one of the writers on the new A Star is Born. So that's gonna you're gonna be a little you're gonna be a little conflicted there, buddy. A little, I don't know if we're gonna make yeah. it that. Well, you, I, I thought he was cool, and now I'm back at baseline. So yeah, so he's been he's uh, been in the industry since like the early '90s. Uh, he's like in his '70s. Eric Roth. He also wrote Munich and he wrote The Insider, which are two flicks that I I really really love. So he's uh he's he's legit. Also, one thing to note: uh, Rodrigo Prieto is the cinematographer. He also did Barbie this year. 
Hey, oh, quite a year. He had quite wow. a year. Good for him. Uh, DP. He also uh, uh, he also did DP. DP. Mm-hmm. Oh, he also did Brokeback Mountain. Oh, uh, I thought you very nice. Yeah, I know you, you love that. So, all right, before we get into what you guys think, let me read the uh, this is the Rotten Tomatoes movie info synopsis based on David Grant's broadly lauded. How lauded they say lauded in this broadly lauded <laughs> best selling book, Killers of the Flower Moon, is set in 1920s Oklahoma and depicts the serial murder of members of the oil wealthy Osage Nation, a string of brutal crimes that came to be known as the Reign of Terror. Um, so yeah. Very long, three and a half mm. hours. AJ, you um, were talking last week uh, that you had seen it already. You definitely wanted to, to uh, talk about this flick. Give me your thoughts on Killers of the Flower Moon. Try not All to right. make it three and a half hours. but Sure. So I don't – you're the history guy, mm-hmm. so I don't know um, as much about the history, nor did, nor did I spend any time oh. <laughs> investigating the history at all. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think what the film does really well is, um, I don't know, it sort of helps you understand like just how um, atrocious these things were that were done to these people. Mm-hmm. Like I think Scorsese paints the picture in such a vivid way. And yes, it's really bleak. It's really bleak. And the picture that is painted is of, you know, you know, these uh, Indian, especially the women, um, they're all dying off of diabetes or consumption or, or whatever they're getting, right? All the time. They're, they're not being well taken care of. And they're being, you know, completely manipulated by, you know, the the white folks that are in that area. And I think they just paint a, such a tragic picture. He, I think this is an epic. It's an epic film. Yeah. The runtime's epic, obviously. But um, I think the three um, main performances, De Niro, DiCaprio, Lily Gladstone, mm-hmm. are all terrific. Mm-hmm. And... I know DiCaprio is not going to win based on what we're seeing, right? He's not going to win for best actor. I mean, the guy's a fucking legend, obviously, right? Yeah. But I think he's terrific in this. Like, he, to me, I just, you know, you're, you're sort, of, sort of like going through the story through his eyes, and he's sort of, be, and he's being manipulated by, you know, by his uncle there, De Niro's character. And, and it's just so tragic, the whole thing. Like, the entire thing is just tragic. But it's it's filmed so well. Like, from a technical standpoint, this film is just beautifully shot. All the editing and sound design is just terrific, you know, from someone that's not an expert in that stuff. Just watching it, though, right? The, I don't know. I really, really enjoyed it as much as you can enjoy something so depressing <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah something so sad and something so violent i mean they were straight up murdering them <laughs> they blew up the woman's house kind of like yeah, yeah. every time you turn around lily gladstone is screaming crying over another person that's close to her dying right like it's happening left and right and then at about i don't know two plus hours into the film 
the FBI shows up and this turns into an entirely different film. Yeah. From that point on. And I love that part of the film too. I thought that was really well done with Jesse Plemons shows up and then all of a sudden like John Lithgow's in it and uh, Brendan <laughs> Fraser shows up. It's like, <laughs> where the hell did they come from? <laughs> like they just, they have the smallest roles, but you know, the big impact, I think. And then um, some of the exchanges between DiCaprio and De Niro down the stretch. Have they been in anything together? You know, I actually thought of that while I was watching it, and I meant to look it up. I, I Not that I can think of off the top right. of my head. Um, so, but the, the exchanges yeah, that they so. have there and the, you know, the, the relationship they had, I think the two of them played, did a really good job um, when they were scene partners, so to speak. Like, I, you know, I, I, I dug it for, like I said, as much as you can enjoy something so sad. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. The fucking bleak and sad is, is a good way to describe this movie. Marky, um, what you, what'd you think about Killers? Yeah. Um, agree with AJ. Um, it's, uh, it is an epic <laughs> in, in, in size and just with the, the time period that it spans. Um, to fill people in a little bit um, that maybe haven't watched it and want to hear some spoilers. It does focus on Leonardo DiCaprio. He comes home to Oklahoma. His uncle is Robert De Niro, and he is a cattle rancher, a wealthy cattle rancher in this area that is uh, Osage territory. It's an Indian uh, tribe, and the Indian tribe was pushed out there. I did do a little bit of research, AJ, um, after I watched the movie. They originally were from Arkansas, I believe, and then they got pushed out by the uh, U.S. government to Oklahoma, and then the town that they, or the territory that they went to, ended up having oil on it, and they were smart. They were able to negotiate the mineral rights, and that's where they keep talking about the head rights in the movie. Head rights, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. So there were the oil companies, the these white folk that were pumping the oil off the land, but since it belonged to the Osage, they had to pay them. And so the Osage didn't do anything, but they got paid like these dividends annually from uh, these oil companies. And it was substantial. It was a lot. It was so much that vultures metaphorically were coming in out of the woodwork to swooped in on this town to take advantage of this. Robert De Niro's character is a local cattle ranch man. He he plays himself off as being a friend of the Osage. Wolf in sheep's clothing, right? Yes, a wolf. And that's a, that's a common topic that keeps coming up in the movie, the wolves. And he, Robert, De, or I'm sorry, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is kind of an idiot. Mm -hmm. And De Niro's very conniving and manipulative and gets his dumb nephew to do what he wants two nephews to do what he wants take advantage of these local people get them to marry the local women so that then it, they inherit these head rights these women start getting sick they start dying off uh the the nephews then inherit that and they start compounding because it's a it's a sister after a sister and then a mother dies all these head rights get passed along to the next person and then they start just flat out getting sloppy, I guess is the best way to yeah. put it. 
just just probably like um overconfident right right yeah because it's not just it's not just robert de niro Uh, william william k hale is is the real life character's or real life person's name he goes by king in the movie uh this this dude did get uh indicted for this shit at, at the very end of the movie we can talk about that later how they kind of you know martin scorsese narrates this like play that sums mm-hmm. up what happens that's that is what happened um but this the uh, the majority of the murders originally it was thir- between 30 and 60 murders that haven't happened over a span of uh i think like 30 or 20 years but a majority of them happened within five years and then within more recent research, when looking back on it, they think that the deaths attributed to this nefarious activity is well into the hundreds because they're finding out that there's more people that died that were never reported. So, yeah, there's but the 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 ones that happened in the movie, those were those were uh, those really happened. Um the uh was it annie brown the sister that was shot and left at three mm-hmm. mile creek mm-hmm. um the fellow that was shot in the back of the head when he was supposed to be shot in the front of the head that was so sad right, right. <laughs> the, the uh was the melancholy guys, yeah that melancholy. was just yeah, he, like sloppy he, he had melancholy everyone knew it yeah mm-hmm. it's shot in the melancholy. back of the head <laughs> um and then the the two guys that robert de niro uh william k hale later in the movie the one of the final acts he sets up which it's the uh the the robbery the guy gets shot those two guys uh that happened because they were implicated with william k hale and right before everything went to trial they mysteriously got into a a shootout cleaning up his mess right right um so i just wanted to add on a a piece of that background because it is from what I could tell, yeah, it, it thank was pretty you. accurate. But I do agree with you, AJ. Everything else you said, it's beautifully shot. It's long. It's bleak. It's depressing. Um, of course, you've got those knockout performances by the the people that you mentioned. Um, they do a good job of, I think, showing uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in the beginning of the movie. He looks like shit, <laughs> and then as the movie goes on, and he starts becoming more wealthy he starts to look better <laughs> he yeah. starts to look cleaner um mm-hmm. and yeah it's just uh, de niro just being so slimy for a long time you you do believe de niro i think that he is a, a friend of the osage people mm-hmm. um but but he ain't even close to that no <laughs> no he's, he's such a terrible person okay, let me ask a quick um, question can i ask a quick question just uh-huh. based on just based on what you're saying do you notice though, especially Lily Gladstone's character there, Molly, especially the women, do you notice that they all had this relationship with King Hale? But like yeah. you could tell they were so uncomfortable when he was there. Like they kind of fucking mm-hmm. knew. Like, like he was they a knew cre- it. like he was a creep. Yeah. Like, like they, they were just very knew like, something yeah, they, was going on. Yeah. They were very weary of him, even though publicly they would say, Yeah, 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 he's, you know, he's a friend. He's, they didn't know, they didn't really speak around him much. Right. Right. Um, they were like yeah. fearful of him. Yeah. Right. Um, the last thing I'll, I'll say before passing the torch, um, I, 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 watching the movie movie as, uh, you know, and just enjoying it as it was going along, I kept having that same reaction, like, oh shit, 
John Voight's in this, or John Lithgow's in this. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah. shit, Brendan Fraser. Fraser? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the movie. So usually a movie that has so many people like this, it's uh, it does a disservice because you know you've got a cast of twenty uh, high-earning actors, actresses, and they each only get one line. This movie is so long that everybody gets a pretty substantial role. Like totally. Jesse Plemons doesn't show up until what the third act or something. Yeah, he's got a pretty totally. good sized role. Uh, Brendan Fraser and John Lithgow, not so much, but it's not, they still have more than a handful of lines. I mean, they're in the movie. So it was that, that part to me was interesting. This movie as a viewer spanned so long and it had so many people, everybody got a piece of it. Yeah. That's an epic, like AJ was saying. Yeah. That's a fucking epic when it spans, right. you know, like that. So, yeah, great points. DP, you just finished it up. Uh, so I know it probably hasn't had too much time to marinate, but what do you think? So <clears throat> uh, I agree with a, a lot of what everyone's saying. Um, just the, the filmmaking itself was beautiful. The cinematography, yeah. amazing. I really loved the score, too. I thought... Uh, uh, yeah. That music yeah. really added some intensity to the film, and I loved that. Um, I, I I thought the performance was great. Leo, uh, it, other than like that little thing he was doing, like with his lower lip sticking out, like he had a dip in the whole time. It, that I found annoying. <laughs> other I than that, too. he had uh, some really amazing moments, and and I liked his character. The whole kind of like he kn knew what was going on, but you know, was dumb enough that he could convince himself it wasn't because at the end, like he really did seem to love Molly. Mm -hmm, it, like, yeah. even though he kind of went in knowing it was just about like stealing the money, but along the way he did really kind of love her. And uh, I found that whole thing of him that like, back and forth he was having about his feelings for her and his loyalty to his uncle there. Uh, I thought that was great. But I also felt like uh, like the first two and a half hours really could have been like 45 minutes. Yeah, I mean, right. like it was just stretched out so long and yet was still kind of confusing at the same time. Like you take that much time to tell a story, but yet you didn't tell it great because there's some shit I just didn't get. I was a little confused along the Same. way. The like the whole thing with you know like the members of the tribe needing someone, some like uh you know advocate or whatever to help them get their money. Like they had to have someone with them. Yeah. It, like I didn't understand all that. Like, isn't it their money? Why can't they just have it? Like that that's I a white people you. thing right there. Yeah. And, ask us to get your money. DP, yeah. yeah, I, I can it's feel It's almost you like they're power of attorney or something. They were the yeah. guardian. Guardian or what were they Yeah, them? I think that's what it was. Gonna, yeah, you gotta have your drink guardian it away, motherfuckers. Yeah. I'll fill you I'll fill you in more into the later DP. Yeah. But you're right. the movie did not do a good job I learned it. From doing research on my own, the movie did not do mm -hmm. a good job explaining it. Yeah, yeah, I don't so, know that it's easy to explain everything that was going on there, but yeah, I agree yeah. with you, DP. Pretty yeah. convoluted, and it kept going. I, I think, I think part of the problem is now with with Martin Scorsese is because he is a great filmmaker and he gets such amazing 
actors and amazing performances from these actors. Like once he gets into the editing bay, like there's nothing he wants to cut out because everything's so good, but like he really still should have cut some shit out and whittled this down to like a, you know, two hour movie at two hours. I think this could, because that last hour, the whole shit, once Jesse Plemons shows up and they go to court and uh, like all that, when they actually just kind of started explaining everything and showing what actually happened, that's when the movie really took off. And that's like, I loved the last hour, but that still meant there was two and a half hours mm. of me like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on? What is this? Like it, it I did like it at the end. It, it was wonderful filmmaking not wonderful storytelling you know what i mean like yeah i i, sure. I was yeah. confused and yeah. a bit annoyed but it was still a beautiful film agreed um before i get into what i think of it aj to answer your question before about leo and robert de niro we're forgetting 1993 this boy's life oh of course where everyone you know, they... remembers this Boys, like oh. you've really, you really never seen it. <laughs> I don't know that. Oh, one. I don't know if I've seen it, but is that a? It's 115 minutes of Robert De Niro and and Leonardo DiCaprio kicking the shit out of each other. But it's, it's DiCaprio uh, as like a kid, though, right? Yeah, it's uh Tobias Wolf's um biography. He's, okay, you know, but but uh, but as like the titans of acting that they are, they I don't think they've had that sort of. No, no, because Leo time together. Yeah, this is ninety three. Leo was a kid in this movie, but it is actually a good flick. Ellen Barkington and De Niro is a vicious prick in that movie too. And uh, both guys have been in Scorsese multiple Scorsese films. You know, yeah, I mean? which is weird. Right. That Just they, never yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, were in, they were in some sh uh, short comedy film. I guess I was looking it up. You know, eight or nine years ago, called The Audition, mm. but which Scorsese did. Um, but yeah, that's that's the last one. I agree with you guys uh, for the most part. I think we can all agree that no matter what the movie is, if it's three and a half hours too long, it's too fucking long. Yeah, I'm sorry, it's long, it's too long. Um, and, and what's what was tough for me was, yeah, AJ, I agree. Like the, I thought the last hour was like the best part of it when you know all mm -hmm. these other characters started showing cool. up. But by then, I was like, oh my god, get on with it! Like I couldn't. Yep. So I couldn't even really focus on how much how good that was. It's taken me a long time to forgive Jesse Plemons for for mm. quite a few things. Uh, the end of Breaking Bad, uh, yeah, for one. <laughs> uh, and Al, uh, well, that was I his mean, fault. I mean, Al Camino, that was you know, but mm. uh, but but uh, not his fault. But 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 I mean, listen, I said if Todd didn't fucking get off at the end of Breaking Bad, it wasn't even worth it. So it was worth it. Um, yeah. <laughs> plus I couldn't stand his fat, stupid face. And what the fuck was that one I hated a couple years ago that everyone jacked uh, each other off over? Power of the Dog. That one. Oh, oh God. That movie sucked. Balls. God, everyone's blowing each other over that. And that movie was <laughs> fucking terrible. Uh, so I've, I've had trouble. I mean, I love Jesse Plemons for Friday Night Lights. It's, mm -hmm. it's, but it, you know, it's, I've been watching Friday Night Lights. Recently. I would rewatch that shit. It's great, isn't it? It's good. Yeah. yeah he's, got the, he's got the best remember a few weeks episode. ago. Yeah, a few weeks ago when I just texted you, uh, full hearts, yeah. clear eyes. Can't lose, yeah. Greg, can't hey, lose. I, I, hey, that's I'm when just... I started watching it. <laughs> uh, podcast episode topic incoming. What uh, what a runtime is, is too long. Yeah, no, three mm. and a half hours is too long. I can tell yeah. you that right now. But wh where's the cutoff? Like, where do you cut that off? Fuck right? me. I, I don't know. I mean, because how long was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Because I loved that. Was how long was it? 215 or something? 
No, 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 no. I think that oh, was two forty over two and a half. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I right. loved that movie. God, what uh, Oppenheimer? Three hours, right? That was too that long. Was too long. Yeah. That was too long. Yeah. Okay, anyway, it, it depends so, on how you do it. Because so, I mean, if yeah. So I will say I really liked it. I agree with you guys. It was shot beautifully. What the fuck was going on in Oklahoma in the twenties? Look, Holy I understand shit. Tulsa and between the Tulsa map. and this. Woo! I mean, I mean that's what that whole fucking show was based. Um, what the Watchmen. show that Watchmen? Yeah, I was on yeah. the, the, the Tulsa Dope. massacre. I mean, look, a lot of atrocities went on with blacks and Native Americans, especially yeah. in the twenties. But fucking Oklahoma was ratcheting that shit up. Something, right. something awful. Um, so a lot of it was everybody. I feel like the early 1900s was like a lawless wasteland around the world. Well, you know? yeah, this was just post World War One. I. I mean, you, you, that's when mm-hmm. Leo was coming back, where he was a cook, by the way. Um, yeah, almost died of yeah. dysentery. Some with, his, <laughs> some with his gut. Well, yeah, yeah I, I, think I, I liked. I liked. I liked Leo. Is that what it was? Movie. He, he. I think Leo proves that he can do anything. He can play a big dumb idiot in a movie too, which which he did in mm-hmm. this one. He's a stud. He's and a an stud. ugly one too. Yeah, and and. Uh, I thought some of the scenes with him and Lily Gladstone were really good. Like I remember the, that scene where she didn't want to take the insulin and he was screaming at her. Like that was intense. Yeah, that scene was really yeah, good. yeah. This some was, of them together. I thought Robert De Niro was outstanding. I thought this was his best, the best he's done since what um, Silver Linings Playbook, probably. Mm-hmm. I think I agree with that. that. I agree um, with that. Really, really good. Really haunting character. Very scary. Very creepy. Um, really, just um, he had this air about him too. You know, anytime he came, you had this feeling every time he showed up, some shit was going to go down. You know, just like, yeah, right? mm-hmm. like every, like every time. And that's what I meant, like about like what those characters kind of felt when he was around. I felt like the audience felt that way too. It's like, he showed up like, oh, this fucking guy again, like something's going to happen, you know? Yeah. And uh, so look, it was really good. It was too fucking long. Um, I have to pose this question to you guys uh, respectfully, because I don't want anybody to get upset, but the way going into this movie, it was shaping up with the awards and what everyone was saying. You would have thought Lily Gladstone had channeled fucking a young Meryl Streep for mm. like how great she was in this movie. What, let me, I'll ask you first, Marky, because you look like you were just agreeing with me there. Was she that good, Lily Gladstone? I was wondering the same thing. She was good at playing a sick person in a bed for two and a half hours. Yeah. That, that that was most of her role in this movie. And outside of being sick when she was healthy, she still had a very flat delivery. Well, she did great. She did very believably. Which I think is the character, by the way. I yeah, mean, I, I sure. think that's yes. the, that nation. That's how they, right. that's how they were. I mean, yes, but not, not, not the sister, not Anna or whatever. She was great. I, I, loved her. Yeah. I thought yeah. she was better. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I want to go dancing. Yeah. <laughs> She but no, awesome. Molly, Molly, you know, Molly, the character, Lily Gladstone, she did do a great job, but the character did not have a lot of range for her. So that's what I was thinking the same thing. Why are these people so, uh, you know, praising this? I, I, it's hard for me to talk bad about it because it was good. It wasn't bad. It, yeah. I mean, right. But it, but she did the she did the role perfectly, but the role did not show a lot of range. So that's why I was kind of confused too. Yeah. I mean, AJ, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. AJ. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel the exact same. Like there wasn't much range, but what she did was amazing. Like very she good. was yeah, awesome. She was, yeah, like very that, believable. That shit of her, like going through withdrawals from, I'm assuming it was heroin. 
That's what Sam and I were thinking too, or more. Yeah, it must have been heroin they were putting in there. But uh, like, she awesome. But that's all it was. Like, other than that, it was yeah. The character was very kind of one note. And and again, other than right, other than Anna, from for the most part, that's how those people were. They were just kind of straight as an arrow. You know, they don't really have emotions. But so she did what she was supposed to do. Yeah, so I don't know. That's why I'm conflicted. I don't know if I should be talking shit. Because she did what she was asked to do, and she did it well. Right. Agent. Right. Oh, um, I would say I agree exactly with with exactly what TP said. Like, yes, she did what she was supposed to do well, but and but it was mostly one note, like the whole the whole idea. But that's how that character was. So she did. But I will say that last scene she had with DiCaprio. When um, she's asking what he what he what he gave her or what he right. was giving her, I think she I think she held her own in the scene with DiCaprio. Really, well. she did, and and, and she was a scene partner too. of his, like a lot a lot of the movie. Right? right, they acted in a lot of scenes together, and that's no small feat, like to be in the, a scene with that dude with these this titan of acting. You know, like this. I think she did a good job. I, I just don't did. think. I just don't think like I think like DP like DP was saying it was like a bit one note, yeah. but in, in confident um, she did a good job in what she was asked to do. Absolutely right. In, in gymnastics terms, it was she had a very low start value, but the execution <laughs> was perfect. You know? Right, perfectly yeah. said. Perfectly yeah. said. Yeah, nice. yeah no, I, I I thought she was I thought she was good. I just um I was talking to that guy at work. I was telling you guys about who's very like. He knows the fucking movies like we do. Like he knows who directed mm-hmm. who wrote and all this. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me, because I was telling him the two front runners for best actress are her, Lily, and uh Emma Stone for poor things. He's mm-hmm. seen both movies. He thinks Emma Stone, he said it, he didn't think it was even close that Emma Stone was better in poor yeah. things. So that's um, what I hear too. I, I I can't wait till that comes free somewhere or available to stream somewhere because I, I do need to see it. But um yeah, look, she she was good. She was good. And and also Lily Gladstone's fairly inexperienced. If you look at her filmography, mm-hmm. it's not a ton. Um so she's got yeah. a huge future and I, I hope she keeps it up. But uh yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's one of those maybe she got Blair Witched. You know what I mean? Where like everyone told you when you go to right. see the Blair Witch Project, you're gonna <clears throat> shit yourself five minutes into it, and then maybe at some point you'd kill yourself because you're so scared. <laughs> and then you watch it and you're like, "Yeah, like, it's all right. Come on." Like, I think I told yeah. you, me and AJ saw it before any of the fanfare. So me and we AJ did, were yeah. literally, we were legitimately fucking spooked from that movie. Totally, hundred percent. But like, I was, I was fucked for days for that movie. But, yeah, but like, hundred percent. Everybody went in thinking they were going to die seeing that movie. <laughs> and then it was just like, what the fuck? So maybe that's what happened with Lily Gladstone. Everybody was like, greatest performance of all time. And I was like, eh, it was all right. So I, I just want to make one more comment about because it is award season. That's kind of why we're trying to squeeze some of these in right now, right? These uh, not potential, or not, not just potential, almost guaranteed nominee killers of the flower moon, Happen. right? It's probably going to get a dozen nominees. I guarantee it'll win zero. Yeah, it'll be, I mean, it'll be that. I think film. Lily Gladstone might win. No, no, no Emma Stone's gonna win. I, I so. know. She did get Gladstone did win the Oscar, so I, I mean, know, but Golden Globe. No, no but there was uh, Emma Stone did too. Yeah, Emma won it for the comedy. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's yeah, yeah. 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 It's, a, it, it's a it's a dog fight or a cat fight. Wow. What I'm saying is like you know that there's yes. always that there's always that film every year for the Oscars that's uh, get shut that out, get yeah. completely yeah. shut out. Yeah. And this is going to be the one. That's going to be the one this year. I mean, yeah, because look, Prieto's Oppenheimer. 
Yeah, because Prieto's not going to win cinematography. Hoyt Van Hoyden is going to win that for Oppenheimer. No one's going to win director. Yeah, they're not going to win score because Barbie's going to win score. Yeah. Right? Is, is mm. there another one? That or should... uh, Across the Spider-Verse. For score? Ooh, yeah. Yes. Is really? that predicted I, to be I, nominated? You know what? I, I, haven't, I, I think haven't I've been, seen it, yeah. I haven't been checking that for best score, so I usually don't care. Yeah, that was good. I've seen that it. Was, uh, uh, being nominated in most projections. places. Yeah. Editing is going to be Oppenheimer. Um fucking i mean what i mean yeah like you said no oh yes win. dp that it's projected in uh run tomatoes original score spider yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. so good it's gonna win best it's good it was amazing my favorite score of the you year. know what else is projected yeah, for agree, score? the killer yeah oh yeah. that was good too. oh but the smith yeah. just a, yeah. the smith soundtrack yeah. i think mm-hmm. maybe yeah 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 so you know i never got to give you guys my two cents on that one i missed that week Mm. Yeah, that's well, um, that's right. We can get to that if you want, Marky, yeah. uh, because I yeah. think we'll have time because you know we're only doing this tonight. So, no, we, we have time, we... Marky. Go, go, whatever. Well, you... uh, we, can, we can get to it later. Let's let's do our uh normal um oh, agenda ratings. first. Mm-hmm. Um, well, before wow. we leave, before we leave, uh, and even go into that, AJ, I would like to add a couple things to killers and more so just the uh true story. So, the Federal government, the Bureau of Investigation, the precursor to the FBI, Jesse Plemons' character, they did come in after they were tipped off that you know people were getting killed. So they come in, start to do their investigation, which that opening line of Jesse Plemons, I think, was great. You know, that was in the trailer too. He's like, "Hey, I'm here to look into the murders." And Leo's yeah. like, "What, what yeah. about them?" He's like, uh, "To see who's to doing see who it. did them." <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, Leo's Leo's immediately being sketchy. He's like, "Ah, uh, no, you know, she's uh, she's real sick. You know, maybe maybe." Uh, he's like, "Can I come tomorrow?" He's like, "No, maybe not Friday." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, they, that must have been the very beginning of the FBI, right? Because they were... He it was, is. Mm-hmm. It was. It was right. like the inception of the FBI. They were uncomfortable about what the name Hoover. Yeah. He, yes. said, he said he was sent by J. Edgar Hoover, yeah. Yeah, yeah and it was, and, under, uh, it was under Calvin Coolidge that the FBI started, and that's who right. she said that to when she was in Washington. That was yeah, so Jesse Plemons mentions that he used to be a, a Texas marshal, that's and, right. then, yeah, yeah. and then he uh, did something, and now he's working for the... Uh, Bureau of Investigation for the Federal mm-hmm. Government, and William yeah. K. Hale asks him, "Who sent you?" He says, "J. Edgar Hoover." And K. Hale says, "I don't know who that is, because like, <laughs> it was it yeah, was early, was way back in like the thir- early thirties, right?" Yeah, yeah, um, By yeah, late twenties, early thirties. Yeah, no, it's probably late twenties. Most of that took place um, still in the twenties. Yeah. So that that those guys did come down. They started looking into it, and they immediately realized that it wasn't just K. William K. Hale was one of the main guys that was indicted and, you know, some of his cronies and then some of his cronies were getting killed off right before the trial, but they found that it was the entire town that was in on this shit. And so they did a pretty good job of that in the movie, but they didn't go into it a lot in detail. There was that one scene near the end of the movie when um, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, he gets asked to come, come to the house, come to King's house and he gets there and it's all of the, prominent townsfolk that are at the house there's mm-hmm. the accountant there's the sheriff there's the oil guys there's the doctors like there's all these prominent people all those people are benefiting from uh taking advantage of the osage people so it really was that was the case it was a town of it people cons- yeah it was a conspiracy yes mm-hmm. like, um totally. so then after the fbi Those got fox- involved or well, the, the BOI at that point. 
they were in the, the wolves. Um, they they passed a new law that uh, it was something like the inheritance of the head rights could not go to anybody that was less than half Osage, I think. So it would not go to a, a white husband or, spe- you know, it wouldn't go to like Leonardo DiCaprio's character. Mm-hmm. And it would go to his children, but it wouldn't go to like anybody uh, further down the line than that. And then, and the Which, year by 2000, the way, real quick, that, that scene where the, the dude like goes to his lawyer and asks like, if the kids get the money and then the kids die, do I get the yeah. money? He's like, well, sir, to like, me. It sounds like you're saying you're going to kill the kids to get the money. He's like, well, well not, not if they don't, they don't get the money. money. Fucking Oklahoma in the 20s, man. Fuck. Well, wow, that yeah. He's like, well, sir, it sounds like you're about to adopt these children and kill them for the inheritance. <laughs> not if they don't get, and not if they don't inherit the money. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Right. Um, so after after all that went down in the uh, late twenties, early thirties, the the federal government then started managing the money because it was it was like local accountants, and that's kind of to your point, DP, where you're like, why are they having to get these people to give them the money? Because mm-hmm. it was being managed by these local officials, wow. and, but they but they weren't government officials; they were just like accountants. So they were in on it too. They were shaving shit off. Um, so once the uh, uh, federal government got involved, they themselves were managing the money like okay you know fuck all these townspeople they're fucking over the osage we're handling it and the year 2000 the osage tribe which is still around sued the federal government for mismanaging their funds since the 1930s 70 (laughs) years later (laughs) yeah and they won in 2011 a settlement of 380 million dollars jesus damn yeah can I ask they're, you guys, Marky? Smart, I actually, man. Let me ask you this question too, Marky, because it looks like you did a lot mm-hmm. of research about it. Uh, I, I just scratched the surface, to be honest. Well, did you notice in in the movie when they were like negotiating for like when they were buying certain things? Did it almost sound like the money was like like the shit, the amount we'd pay now, not like in the twenties? It was almost right, like, like thirty dollars like, for a picture. Yeah, like, that's what I that, right exactly. So I think that was that's what it was. These people had all this money to burn. That, I mean, let's be honest. They didn't. They didn't earn it. They oh, and they were the trying land. to. They were trying to upsell the money. Yeah. Everything. Well, and then remember, like Leo tried to pay for the casket. They were trying to charge. Yeah, like, yeah. Four He's like, you're charging me Osage prices. <laughs> yeah, you're charging me Osage prices. <laughs> that's what. I, that's right. So, like, I think they realized that, like, they had that much money and they could charge these fucking people whatever right. they wanted. Jesus. And then, like, when you think yeah. about it too, like, I'm assuming they, in, in historically, they they went along with this the, with these accountants running this money for them because when you've spent all of this time being told by the white people who run the town that you're too stupid to know what mm-hmm. to do with the fucking money or you're you're too stupid to hold off this or you're too, you know or anything obviously you're going to it's going to be embedded in your brain that these people know what you should do with the money better than you do so right. you're just like yeah let them fucking handle it and tell me what I can do and what I can't do with it yeah so it's just it, what a fucked up time that is i mean right, like yeah. uh, god look listen we can sit here I, and i try not to i try not to judge shit with a with a mind in 2024 that happened in 1924 you know what i mean mm-hmm. just like a hundred years from now people shouldn't try to think about what we were thinking but it's really fucking difficult when you it is a movie well, like and this also and the story so i just told you it is yeah 
the story I just told you of the Osage people suing the federal government in the year 2000 and That's winning so in so 2011. Fun. And it was because of the federal government mismanaging their funds. You know, you know, it'll be, you know, it'll be funny. What if after they got the three hundred eighty million dollars, white guys just started trying to marry them all again, <laughs> trying to get the three hundred eighty million? That'd be, I mean, I'd, I'd fucking, yeah, I'd, I'd fucking try it. I mean, why not? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, um, pretty wild. Look, it, it's a, it's a crazy movie, crazy historically, and I understand. It, look, for Martin Scorsese, who's what pushing eighty at this point, right? He's getting me. Yeah, he's getting up there, yeah. I mean, that's quite, it's quite an ordeal See. to take on. Um, but mm-hmm. man, I mean, that's oh. a. It's a big, big, big topic. Okay, real quick question, because I, I didn't look it up. Um, so that very end during the radio show scene with Martin, when Marty, right, my my friend Marty, that's why I call him uh-huh. Marty, um, Marty, shows yeah. up. The one of the actors, like were radio actors, um, it looked exactly like Jack White from the White Stripes. Was that him? Did anyone I else look that I up? didn't notice. I didn't notice. I, didn't notice I swear that was Jack White. I didn't look it up, but uh, I sw- it he looked just like fucking Jack White from the White Stripes. But it was. Uh, no, I didn't notice. It that. was. Uh, oh, all right, makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Jack I, White makes a cameo as a radio show actor and celebrates his experience. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. All right. Jack White. Yeah, because I was looking. I'm like, he, he looked a little older than the last time I saw Jack White, but that yeah. happens. That does happen in life. Yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. So, anyways, I'm gonna ask you, I'm gonna pose you guys one more question. All right. And, okay. and it was it was brought up a little because these are things that I had trouble with um trying to figure out. And this is just this is an opinion. This isn't, you know, uh, any historical fact. And somebody mentioned, I know it's DP or Markey. Um you meant we mentioned the relationship with 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 um Leo in the movie. What the what the fuck was his name again in the movie? Uh jerk uh, off Burkhart. Yeah, Ernest, uh, Ernest, yeah, Ernest, Ernest, yeah, Edward, but Ernest, Molly, Ernest, and Molly. Mm-hmm. I referenced the scene where he was freaking out on her about not taking the insulin. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know if at that, I can't remember if it was at that point in the movie where he knew they were lacing it with shit or not. Because remember, he started taking it himself to find out what yes. was really was really happening. I think he he knew, but he was just too stupid to like right. admit He's, to himself. He is a big dumb yes. idiot. I, right. I think that's what it was because they they explained to him like, oh, this will slow her down yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Off, sure, put he it. said, and, make sure you give her the whole thing. Yeah. Like they gave yeah. him the bottle of insulin, and then they give him gave him something separate. And they said, make sure you give her. William oh, K. Hale was yeah. telling him, not the doctor, make sure you give her the whole thing. Yeah, it'll off, just slow yeah. her down. First off, those two doctors were cocksuckers. Right? Oh, they were the worst. A couple, of, a couple of twats. But here's, here's my whole town. Here's, the whole town's in on it, man. Here's my question. Here's my question, though. And again, this is opinion, and this is just a movie. I know, and this is gonna, I'm gonna sound probably like a fucking teenage boy asking this question, but yeah, was he? Was the character? Were the was Leo's character? in love with her actually or was it all just bullshit or was it both or is it like you said was he too fucking stupid to know the difference so i don't know because there were scenes I... where it seemed like he did love her remember he knocked her up and then robert de niro was asking her why he was fucking his wife he was like you're yeah. playing yeah. with her like, married. Like, well, that's married. What happens. <laughs> but like when a man loves a woman that's what I, it seemed early on like he genuinely loved her but mm-hmm. then as the movie rolled on the greed came through but I don't know. Did you guys? Did you guys get that I, at all? Did it is. It is a hard there? thing. It is a hard thing to because uh, at at the let me tell you at the very end, 
when uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is spilling his love to, to Molly um, or Ernest to Molly. And he's saying, you know, he's like, his eyes are watering. It's uh, they're going through the trial. He's like, I really did love you. And she's nodding and she's believing him. And then she asks him, you had mentioned that she asked him, what did you put in my medicine? And then he's like, fuck. So he like, yeah. yeah, it was just insulin, Molly. So he, and he's right before that, he said, my, my soul is clean. Like I've, I've admitted everything. I've brought mm -hmm. everything to light. And then she's like, well, what'd you put in my medicine? And he's like, uh, oh boy. Yeah. That insulin, is the one babe. thing. So, so he knew. That? He knew it was wrong, but but I at the same time I do think he loved her. I think so too. Did he not know but the consequences? Yet, Did he not know yet, the consequences? I mean, maybe he's that's a fucking it. moron. I mean, no, yeah. I think he's just a piece of shit. I mean, well, yeah, that, I mean, it could be. I mean, right? could be. Here, here's my take. Yeah, mm -hmm. he knew he was giving her something. He was told he was giving her something, and he knew eventually that it was hurting her. But I think he did love her, and I know that he loved his kids. Yeah. yeah, a lot. So, yeah, I, I think he, I think he was in it with her for the long haul, or however long he, she was able to live. But I, he was an idiot. I think he did have have love for her, but he also was complicit, and he was easily manipulated by King. Oh, yeah. So here's here's how easy easily he was manipulated. Remember when Brendan Fraser, his supposed attorney, right? got his hands on him and then yeah. told him that he was beaten? And he's like, no, I wasn't. He's like, you were beaten. You were beaten. And then later he starts like, telling okay, that story. Okay, I guess I was. Yeah, yeah I, I was beaten by them. They made me say these things. So, like, he, he's his mind is easily, easily flipping. He was a, yeah. a, a half-wit. I mean, he really yeah. was. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so I, I, to answer your question, TW, I think he did love her, rate. but he's an idiot, yeah. and his yeah. his loyalty is divided. Nice. He's a big dumb moron, and 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 no, Marky, I I I think, but am I am I right? He's a because, doofus. Because there were moments that I, you know, he's a fucking moron. So <laughs> we, uh, there were moments where I kind of tuned out for a little bit because I was getting bored. But he was taking the shit too, right? Wasn't he taking her one, at one point? Yeah, one time he did. Trying yeah. to figure out what, the, what he was doing to her. Up. But that's yeah. the thing. He was trying to figure out what he was doing to her. So yeah. I thought that right there. I thought that showed yeah. a little bit, a, a little bit. Of I, I think they they showed him take it once, but I believe he kept taking it because yeah. every time you saw him up. afterwards, yeah. he was fucking wasted. He's all, so he was yeah. sweating and like he. <laughs> yeah, so I think up. he started splitting it with her think, every right. time after I that. I think he yeah. loved her, and that was a show of that, like solidarity or whatever. Right, I I, I felt that way too. Uh, I mean, his his his, yeah. his loyalty his loyalties were just divided. I mean, because uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, between his he, uncle and his wife, because of being, yeah, you're right, Marky. Has, no other has, way to say it. No has Leo has Leo ever played a big dumb idiot before? I mean, like he was he was like kind of an idiot in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but he was also a brilliant actor. I don't think he like, was an idiot. I think he was a just drunk. So, well, <laughs> a drunk watch eating Gilbert Grape. Yeah. Stop it. In Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he was a drunk, but he was also like you know that like. Typical, like you know, like 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 flighty actor. Yeah, hated type, the hippies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hated hippies. Turn this it's... shit heap around. Remember, he's got the fucking <laughs> the frozen margaritas. Slip of the picture. <laughs> T.W. Wow. is Django. God, I love he, that he, movie. He he plays a full blown idiot in Django. Well, oh, but he's so, but he's so but he's no. so vicious as Calvin Candy. Like he's he so is. vicious. So there's yeah, the he viciousness. 
puts him a step above being a moron. But like yeah. I feel like I feel like in in the viciousness. Uh, I feel like he was he, a comp- he is, I feel like he was a competent moron in general. He was. That's what I mean. He, the viciousness yeah. puts him the step above yeah. moron. That's a good point. Hmm. I think he, so. I bes- love besides Kennedy. the the role so that, that he mentioned, I think his dumbest that he's been is uh, Killers Gilbert of the Flower Moon. Gilbert Gray. But. Uh, <laughs> Hey, can, speaking of Calvin Candy, Mark, we... Marky, Marky, this is why we don't tell like the people that we work for yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> name of our podcast. Can't be saying that shit on the air. <laughs> speaking never, of, never. Somebody, uh, my boss came up to me the other day and was like, hey, my niece told me I should watch this movie Saltburn and then listen to your podcast afterwards. <laughs> And I you was like, like uh, no. Uh, I'm like, Lisa, I don't know if that's a good idea or not. She, it's she's, not a good idea. She, she, she's as raw as we are, though. She's she's a crazy broad from Revere. Like, she's she, like, <laughs> she can handle it. But I just like, the minute she hears bathwater semen, I don't know if we're going to, if she's going to hang on any longer. Thanks, Marky. And, uh, but no, oh, Marky was it. right. <laughs> that movie's just gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my one word to yeah. describe it. All right, thought of you naked is just gross. What? Yeah. <laughs> All right, listen, we gotta mark it. Let's do. You have, do you have any follow up before we? Before That's we, it uh, for me. Our... Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's got. He's done. Marky, thanks. Thanks for the research. Seriously, because I mean, yeah, I, seriously, Marky, I appreciate I, that. I remember re- like learning about it. I want to say we did it in college. When yeah, I, God, uh, the atrocities there. Oh, can just, I give? Can I give you yes. one more piece? Of course. Unspeakable. Yeah, I love um, the history. Yeah, the moonshine guy. Played by Sturgill Simpson, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, is, a, isn't he like a musician or something? He's a chart top and hit, dude. Sturgill Simpson is the shit. Mm-hmm. He's a country right, music he star. does like country music, right? Yeah, but he like, does so old not school real country. music. He does country music. <laughs> Hang <Hey-o>! on, <laughs> he Hey-o! does. He does like Johnny Cash country. He okay. doesn't. Oh, do, he doesn't country. do that modern pop bullshit. Well, well now, well now, bro, yeah. country. Oh yeah. The um, guy, yeah. But yeah, so he he th- that character or that uh person died in the same circumstance. He was one of William K. Hale's uh you know, people in his circle of interest, and then he mysteriously died in a drunk driving accident with a model T. But, Fucking uh, wild. Yeah, they showed it, him it, they showed that in the movie. It was he it had like did, blood coming down at the He side was of already his head. fucked up before he crashed into the yeah, street. Like, clearly <laughs> that wasn't oh. just drunk driving. They murdered I, that motherfucker. Can I ask you guys about one other scene and then we can do this? Just because this was the one scene in the movie where I was howling laughing. And there's not mm-hmm. a lot of funny scenes in this movie. But remember when Robert Taylor is about to go out of town and he tells Leo that he's gotta go find was his name AC Atkins, the guy that had the dynamite. Yeah, way too much dynamite. Uh, and he went and told the other dude to <laughs> do it. He was yeah. yelling at him on the street. He's like, he's like, I don't even know what he fucking looks like. And there's <laughs> that you argument. Have to do this. The argument between the two of them had me <laughs> fucking howling. Because that guy was such an idiot. That was the guy that shot that, you know, the guy with the melancholy in the back of the head. That guy, oh, was yeah. such, that guy always, like, couldn't, whatever they wanted to do, he just couldn't do it. Because, you know, I gotta get home. Like, he always had some yeah. fucking excuse yeah. do it. But he's fucking yelling at him in the street. I was pissing myself yeah. laughing. Oh, okay. That's it, like, it, you know, guys, this is a great movie. Like, let's not, yeah. let's not be, let's not <laughs> get <laughs> twisted. Oh, one last so funny. Uh, By the end of the movie, the character of, uh, Blackie, 
Yeah. Might have been my favorite character. Yeah, I'm already in jail. I don't care. I'm just going to tell them everything. That's awesome. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking loved him. He lays it all out. Yeah, like, I, I feel like every, like, Scorsese movie always has some guy who's just, there's a little bit of comic relief somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that shit was so, there's, oh, my God. There, like that scene. I think I rewound and watched that scene a few times when he's yelling at that dude in the street. I was almost pissing. Me I mean, imagine directing fact. that scene. Imagine <laughs> the director in that scene. Like. I can't believe there would be a gag reel for this fucking movie. But like, I would have started <laughs> losing my shit yeah. if Leo was yelling me at like yelling at me like that. It was so yeah. funny. Jesus Christ! All right. Well, we fooled around long enough. I right? believe we so, have. It's, yeah, we can. Uh, let's do it. Let's do a quick rating, and then uh, we'll move on. All right. Um, sounds good to Daddy. Oh boy, look, I'll go first. Um, oof, damn. Look, I didn't love it. I don't think it's gonna crack my top ten this year. Um, it's 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 a fringe top ten. It just went on so fucking long. Um, right. I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give it three and a half. Just because that's how fucking long the movie was. Three and a half hours, I'm going to give it three and a half stars. Um, AJ, you're probably higher than, than I am, right? I am higher, although I'd still say it's like slightly fringe top ten, although it might be numbered ten. Yeah, yeah. Um, four out of five. Four. Okay. Marky, where are you? Uh, three, seven, five. Same reason for you guys. Yeah. I mean, it's it's good, but god damn, it's a slog to get through. Yeah. Yeah. There are some hidden gems late, but um, yeah. DP? Yeah, same thing. Like this is fringe-ish top ten. Yeah, like uh, right same level as Barbie, but I think I liked Barbie a little more, and I gave Barbie four, mm-hmm. so I'll go three and three quarter okay. on this one. Because again, if this was two, maybe even two and a half hours long, it might have been the fucking greatest thing Scorsese's done since sure. um, like nice. since he did The Great Gatsby with Vincent Chase. Um, uh, entourage, okay. reference. entourage reference. Gotcha. Okay. I was gonna, like, no, he this would have been one of like, his he didn't do that. I was like, wait. Well, Leo's oh, in it, but he didn't. Or, it. it might have been the greatest thing since the Irish. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, no. Yeah. no was... But this would have been one of my favorites if it was just tightened up. Yeah. Ah, I don't think it. it has think, so much potential. I don't think he can tighten it up anymore. Not anymore. Like, he doesn't want yeah. to. Yeah, he just loves everything he shoots, and like well, he yeah, can't don't... cut anything out. He gets in that editing bay. It's like, yeah, I gotta keep this. It. I gotta keep this. I, I gotta keep this. And... I don't. I can't fault him for it, though. He's I know like, that's the other problem. Dead. The things I, he's making, right? I don't care. Like, Marky, and the things he's it, making, it the things he's making are terrific. Marky, what yeah. about your boy Ridley Scott with the uh, Napoleon that just came out? There's the rumor that yet, but I've, well, I've but heard. there's a rumor that they're gonna release like an unedited. You know, you four know, plus hours. Yeah, yeah. Apocalypse yeah. now, Redux. Yeah. Like a Z- like a fucking yeah. Zack Snyder Justice League. Yeah, four yes. hour thing. Like like they're gonna do. That's that's the rumor. So. And he's a that's, thousand that's, years old. With yeah. this guy, you know. Is, yeah, I think he's older than Scorsese, right? He's doing, gladi- he he's is, doing the second yeah. Gladiator. So. The, the, the couple friends that I've talked to that have seen it, yeah, he's doing Gladiator too. It's uh, so the couple funny, friends like, that I have seen that have seen yeah. Napoleon. Um, they talked. One of the things they both said was that. They're like, I think really Scott's slipping. Like he's just <laughs> he's gotten old, it's, man. It's so funny, like the industries, like where we think, oh, like 65 year retire, and then there's the ones that's like 
it could be any age to do it, like NFL coach or yeah, you know, or check president, eighty movie, president, president movie, or or movie director or yeah, whatever. President. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Clint Eastwood's still fucking going. He's yeah, like, he's <laughs> I know. He's he's president. Oh, no. he can sit there and yell mm. cut like that. That's the fucking. Man, go on. Oh All my right. god! All right, we have another movie to do. You guys want to? Yeah, let's get it. Yeah. All right, boys. So uh, yeah, killers, heavy, heavy shit. Uh, I guess we do recommend it. It's a recommended movie from the movie council. Yeah, uh, it's not. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't think it's going to be vault shit, but it's. Uh, it's recommended. Check uh, it's it out. Not, not going to end up in anyone's bunker. But, yeah, it might yeah. take you. Might might take you a couple tries to get through <laughs> it, but uh, it's. Uh, it, it, it's yeah. good, heavy. Uh, but we did do a second movie too. Uh, another movie, like I said, that's going to factor in has factored in already in the award season uh, for best picture, best writer, best director. Even the actress is getting some some Gretel Gretel Lee yeah. getting some looks too. And this movie is called Past Lives. Uh, it is written and directed by Celine Song, who's a relative newcomer. She's done a couple of little short films and things like that. But this is all uh, she's she's very new to the scene. Here's your a film debut, right? Synopsis of the movie. Um, Nora and Sung, two deeply connected childhood friends, are rest apart after Nora's family emigrates to South Korea. Two decades later, they are reunited in New York for one fateful week as they confront notions of destiny, love, and the choices that make a life in this heart-rending, 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 that's a word? Yes. Maybe heart-wrenching. Uh, or render, okay, modern romance. Not rendering, that would says, be like. Yeah, but rending, heart-rending, it's all one word. Anyways, yeah. modern yeah. romance. Um. Yeah, so like I said, um, believe it or not, uh, as far as, again, tracking the awards, it it goes as far as w- wins and nominations for Best Picture. Right now it goes Oppenheimer, Killers, Past Lives. It's third. Um, let me go first on this one because I actually I, I want to make a, a an official statement about this movie. Um, here's the thing. I can't afford to – because if you watched it on – Amazon Prime, it costs you five dollars. I'm not gonna I'm not going to reimburse all three of you, nor am I going to reimburse all the people who maybe watched it because I told them to, nor can I recapture the hundred plus minutes of your life that you took to watch this movie. What I can do what I can do what I can do because again when we were brainstorming last week. I believe it was me who said we should watch this movie. So really all I can do is apologize if you watched this movie. Um, and all I can say is I'm sorry. And if there's anything I can do to make it up to anybody here on the panel or anybody uh, who listens to this podcast, um, if there's anything I can do to help you get back that hour 40 of your life, I'm open to suggestions because this movie was dreck. This movie gargled balls. Nothing happened. <laughs> Nothing happened. Nothing fucking happened. They're in Korea. They like they're like kids and they're in love for like 90 seconds. Fuckface moves to New York, well Toronto then New York. 12 years later, they reconnect on Facebook. The girl gets married. This guy comes and hangs out with them for a couple of days. They have an awkward few drinks in a bar. Cut. Movie's over. I fucking hated this movie. I'm sorry. And the thing is, DP was talking, was it DP a few weeks ago who was talking about how Rotten Tomatoes is a lie? 
with some mm-hmm. movies, how they yeah. like pay for shit. This has got to yeah. be that because it's 96% critics on Rotten Tomatoes, but the audience is like 84. So I don't know who the fuck is, is critiquing these movies. I really, really, I, I almost didn't finish it. I got about halfway through and I'm like, is something going to fucking happen? I got nothing out of this movie. And I like romance movies. I went into this thinking it was going to be good. <clears throat> the only thing that kept me hanging on was like something really weirdly hot about Greta Lee. And mm. that's the only thing that kept me in this movie. Because I really fucking despised it from start to finish. It did nothing for me at any moment. Is anybody else as angry as I am about this movie? Marky? I... All right, go ahead, Marky. Marky, are you as angry? Uh, oddly, I'm not. I don't know... Okay. Um, if, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll get into it. Um, this should be a movie that I'd be, I'd be holding your hand and be, we'd be on the picket line. We'd be outside. Mm. We'd be outside the, uh, the, the theater telling people to not go in, but, and I didn't, I didn't love it, but I could appreciate the movie the for all the things that makes a good movie it was beautifully shot the color palette the cinematography it was very well done the story you are correct it was quite bland and it took me a little bit to figure out like there's nothing like you said there's nothing happening here it's dull but then it was after i got done watching it i watched it with my wife she's smarter than me and she was breaking it down, talking about it. This is a love triangle movie with three mature adults as opposed to the typical immature disaster that we see in, in a movie. So this is a story where there are emotionally mature people talking about their feelings with each other, which you don't ever see in a movie. And granted, it does come across fairly boring, but it's different. And it's obviously not for everybody, and it's not for me, but I can see why people like it, and I think it was well done. And uh, I don't really have a whole lot to say about it because yeah, it's, because there's nothing. There's not, nothing happened. It's not. It's not my movie. Um, but I don't think it's bad. Oh, it's just not, it's just not my movie. DP, where are you? Um, uh, so yeah, absolutely fucking nothing happens in it. And, um, I I did kind of enjoy the whole kind of idea of it. The whole, like, you know, the one that got away and, lost love and the exploration of that and and i think i i feel like i missed out on some shit because i don't speak korean because like the subtitles and the translation of what they were saying seemed like super fucking generic you know like it, it seemed like really really bad dialogue writing and uh, and the whole time I'm just thinking I must it must be something lost in translation because this is fucking stupid. Why does everyone love this movie? 
Um, but, but by the end, you know, the as it went on, I I, I enjoyed it much more. I loved um, I love when they made her husband a fucking like conversation cuckold. Yeah, and he, he just sat there, and they ignored him completely and talked. <laughs> that whole scene I thought was fucking good, and um, and they uh, even like, sh- I, I enjoyed it. I liked her a lot. I thought her character was interesting, and you know, like I wanted to know what was going to happen with her. I, I just feel like I missed out on shit because. No, like shit's lost in translation. You didn't miss out. Nothing. Man, I mean, maybe I didn't. The fucking, but, but the, that guy right? that played her husband. I wanted to hang him over the fucking railing. <laughs> I, like I loved when they cocked him. When fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger did the Sully in Commando. When he's just when I said I kill you last. I wanted to do that to that guy. I lied. He's useless cock. He was a conversation cock. I fucking loved that. He's just a little <laughs> bitch. But. uh no, look, I love I love romance movies. I really do. I'm a hopeless romantic. I don't. Which is we know, mm-hmm. which is weird. Which is weird because you have a, a marriage and you know, and I'm a miserable cunt for the for the lack yeah. of a lack of a better term. But I love. I, romance I said movies. out loud, boring, <laughs> several times through the movie. <laughs> but I think I have this feeling that AJ disagrees. I feel like I'm gonna get kicked out of the movie council if I start saying my opinion about this movie. Well, Mark, no, no, no. no, because I, no, no. I I'm closer to AJ than I think I am to you. I assume AJ, yeah. you liked yeah, yeah, this, yeah. didn't you? Okay, I, I've got some positive. I things. didn't just like it. Ooh. Okay, see, I'm closer to AJ than you guys. I, I loved it. I loved it. Let's hear it. It, it was sweet, and charming. Yeah. Not just that, but I think like this is a first time filmmaker, and this is such assured directing like the way that the film is shot is the quality of the movie yes very much so there's like even the the scene dp's talking about where where he's he's being cuckolded in conversation (laughs) the way that they frame the shot he's not even in it at point right right. he's not even in the shop but he's in the bar like he's not even in the shot and I just thought that so was what the, what the what what the fuck. Hold on, the... hold on, hold on. All right, hold on. So I just I love the interplay between the two of them. I I understand that they met when they were young and they were twelve, and then she immigrated, and twelve years passed. And I'm told that it's semi autobiographical. Is right. Celine Song's Celine life? Song. Yeah. Um, the director. And uh, then they meet again uh, 12 years later um, through like Facebook and Skype. And they try to like talk to each other, they try to make it work. But it's this heartbreaking thing where yes, I was gonna... she realizes that they're not going to meet each other in person because they have these conversations like, why would I go to New York? Why would I go to Seoul? Like oh, they they get these to these that, this point. Yes, where that they, whole scene was fucking heartbreaking like yes. that yeah. moment when she realized like if i keep talking to you i'm either gonna give up on my life or you're gonna have to give up on your life and you know like that kind of decision well, they had to make they, they, it they say it later fucking like, heartbreaking they yeah. say we were kids when we first met we were kids when we met 12 years later and we're adults now. Mm-hmm. right but yeah the, that 
that scene of her saying like I can't talk to you anymore because it's too hard was fucking heartbreaking. It was tough. And then when he does show up in New York and she realizes, remember she comes home and they're in so there. Happy I brought the bourbon small, in here. And so they smack <laughs> they're in this small apartment and they're talking, her and her husband. And um she says, Yeah, he definitely came here for me. Like yeah, she yeah. realized it. He came here and to see me. He came here to see me. Like and and they and there was so much in like unspoken things and glances with each other, the way the shots are framed. Even and, the way and, that the, the husband's the, sorry, that the the American husband, the way he slowly got up when they first came back to the apartment together, like he heard them come in and he didn't yeah. uh make himself uh, I think he was himself. like right. I think he was like he took mentally, a few beats. Yeah, he was mentally trying to figure out how to do it. this. I really don't. <laughs> there was there was a, there was a lot I'm of sorry i'm sorry did i talk while you were bashing it <laughs> no you just talk when everybody else talks but you know i'll stab you if you drop me yeah that's what i'm scared of Should after be. my after my heart attack yeah. well here's the thing aj one time <laughs> had me watch this movie called the 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 killing of two lovers which <laughs> he thought was so great this is the same fucking thing Nothing happened. Nothing happened in that movie. Why does something have to happen for you to enjoy the film? Why does something have to happen? It's just a bunch of life lived. It's a life lived. It's a bunch of uninteresting characters talking to each other about shit that I don't care about. I disagreed. I didn't think they were uninteresting. Totally uninteresting. And that final shot. And they didn't even set it up. If they actually took a phrase to actually have this romance as kids to make me give a shit about their fucking relationship later, then I might have liked it. But if they just went on some date when they were 12 years old and held hands in the car, oh, now it's a fucking huge Roman ah! missed out God, on. I'm going to fuck up our top 10 real bad. You know what though, TW, <laughs> you're row, yeah. totally right. Yeah, the fact no, that I'll, that's I'll, all that happened I'll keep when doing 12. It. Just, we're, you know what? We're just, we're not going to do a top 10 then. How's that? Oh. All right. Slow down. Oh. Three of us have some things to say about this movie. Oh. One of us oh. doesn't like it. I... I took a big dump on the holdovers and I liked Saltburn and it absolutely it, we, we flipped. Absolutely. We we don't have to agree on everything. And no. when one of us doesn't like something, it doesn't mean that uh you know, anyways, he's walked away. So it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. What I was gonna say He can be a baby. My 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 wife helped me break it down because when I was originally watched when I was watching this movie last night, I did literally out loud say boring a couple times because I was like, when's something gonna happen? I agree with TW on that, but let That's me fine. go ahead and get to my point. By the end of the movie, I was fully invested and I I was wanting to see what happened and I was mm -hmm. terribly interested in which decision. Which direction it was go gonna go going to go, AJ? I will let you speak about the final scene. Yes, but please. It it was uh something in relation to the final scene that my wife pointed out to me that with these three characters, um, uh, uh Nora Moon, Hung Sun, Hey Sung, right? Hung, hey Sung. Hang Sung and uh what's the husband's name um 
Arthur. Oh my God. Arthur. Arthur, yes. Yeah. So between these three characters, all mature adults, uh, what I had mentioned in my little piece, mm-hmm. like when did you have a love triangle where every adult took and took every other adult's emotions into play and didn't act selfishly? Like this is a story about like real people that were smart emotionally. Like that's, that's typically not the case. And maybe that's why it's boring to TW. Uh, Let me, let me just finish this one point and I'll pass it. But um, in the beginning of the movie, it was terribly sad for me when uh, they split in Korea, the, when they're 12 years old and they don't say bye to each other, they just separate. Right. And then at the very end of the movie, you see like a split second of it. Um, And Nora Moon tells her husband, Arthur, American husband that uh, she used to be a crybaby. She's like, I've never seen that. So this is something that Sam pointed out to me. She's like, at the end of the movie, every character sees what they see in these characters. So they, Nora Moon and her, uh, I'm sorry, say his name again. Or Hey Sung. Hey Sung. They see each other the way that they wanted to before she says goodbye to him he sees the woman that she grew up into and then arthur sees her cry the she cry quite literally cries that, onto him hey song so saw as it, at 12 yeah it is a subtly strong movie like it's these pieces are very subtle but they like i and i'm too dumb to pick up on it i need somebody to point it out to me but like they're there like it's uh, T.W. is saying nothing happens. It, it's He's just that, right. Nothing happens. It is boring as shit. But that's not the but, point. But, but it's again, very yeah, subtle. that isn't the it's, point. The, it's subtle. The characters are the point, and listen, they were interesting. Listen, yeah. that last scene where they're staring at each other while he's waiting for his Uber, to me... Mm-hmm. I knew what was going to happen in my right. head. Like, in my head, I knew... It's almost two straight minutes of silence. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, I knew what was going to happen in my head. Not that I had any spoilers. I just, in my head, based on everything that I had known or learned about them, I knew what was going to happen. But then she walks back down the sidewalk, the same path they walked together to get the Uber, walking back alone to her husband. And you're right, Marky, that whole part where she's crying in his arms. She's sobbing. It's all done in one take. That is one take. Long take. And it just, it sort of like encapsulates sort of like, um, I don't know, everything about the idea of past lives. Like, in the past life, they were like, they were this, like, you know these friends and then they talk about it at the bar yeah and then what will we be in our next lives yes that line at the end of like what if we are the past lives and we're just setting up for us to be together in the next life right and he says see you later beautiful right he says see you later later. after that that's fucking tight exactly that that was was so beautiful and powerful and I don't know. The performances to me were so, um, even for John McGarrow, who's 
basically like like DB saying like the cuckold. Yeah, the, the scene, the scene, the scene. Yeah, the scene where they're him and her are in bed, and um, you know, mm-hmm. they're talking about that whole thing and how he she ended up with him. You right. know what I mean? And then they talk about like he talks about like how if like you know this was like a movie I'd be like the evil white guy taking the yeah, you know swooping in, swooping in and taking, stealing yeah. you from the guy you're supposed to be with exactly yeah. it was just like it's it was so real it was so raw mm. and it was so it I I know that you know we're a bunch of dudes here on the movie console but I. I was teary-eyed through parts of that film yeah. just thinking like about the realness of it. Like just the realness, uh-huh. uh, the rawness of like the those people and the performances to me were just so good. So right. honest. And the world that they inhabited felt very lived in. It felt right. real. It mm-hmm. felt like a real place. Like it was, the, right? The they were in New of, York. The pieces of Korea, the pieces of New York. Yes. And the, this, yes. Uh, this country getaway that her and her husband first met at. When the only part, the only part that, the only part that like maybe semi took me out of it was when like they showed the scene where he's in the military. That was yeah, the only sure. one. Uh, sure. yeah, that, that was definitely a that waste was of it. Time. That was it. That was, that was like the only misstep to me. Otherwise, right. to me, this is like the perfect modern romance. Well, film. but that, but that is a, uh, you know, South Korea does have the compulsory service. I'm sure North Korea does. Right, right, right. But, no, no, they talked about it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. so there was they like no some connective. There was connective tissue and stuff. Like they, right. uh, I understand. If, he, that. if he's going to stay in uh, Korea, because I had a foreign exchange student from Korea, um, through high school, and he went to America for uh college afterwards he was actually at, at our wedding you guys would have seen him there okay um but uh he was able to dodge that military service for a period of time because he was in university and then like when he got back they're like uh-uh, uh-uh we haven't forgotten about this <laughs> you got to do your huh? time sir so it's it's a yeah like they all got to do so- it T.W. says nothing happened in the film. And I say, you know what happened in the film? A life lived. Right. Yeah. A life lived happened in the film. I I see that. And. But I also get what you mean. I understand. But. But I. I love this film. I loved it so much. I love the performances. I love the direction. It was so assured and confident for a first time filmmaker. And. I'd be hard pressed for this not to be in my top five. Like I just mm-hmm. <laughs> for 2023, oh, wow. like I just, I love this film so much. See, well, I enjoyed I, it, but it's definitely nowhere near my I'm, like top five. I'm sorry. For me, it is. For me, it is. For me, it is. I can see why though. I can see why. And uh, DP, I think you can see why too. And uh, to TW's and TW's defense, um, I was, I was on board with him up until near the end. I, I guess the third act, and he almost said, mm-hmm. "He's like, I almost wasn't able to finish it." Um, and if I did not finish it, which, by the way, I always follow through on a movie. Hey, like, I'll, I'll see it to the end. <laughs> um, but I mean, you got to. I mean, because so, if I hadn't, 
That's that really you do miss out on a lot if you don't see it to the right. end. Right. Yeah. And that by final the end, scene is powerful. Yes. And so I was powerful. invested and I wanted to talk about it afterwards. And I was thankful to have watched it with my wife that is more intelligent than I am and is able to break mm-hmm. apart these things. And I plagiarize a lot of things that she says and I use them on this She's podcast. She's pretty smart. And she she's she gave me a lot of that uh, that uh, that fodder that I was able to give you guys tonight about this movie. But look, look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna apologize for loving the film, but uh, you know, I, it's not for everyone. It's right. a, it's in a way, it's a genre film. Like you know, it's mm-hmm. it's a romance. It's not for everyone. It's not, and you know me. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, that's sure. not typically my cup of tea. Um, and it's a quiet film. It's a quiet. Small it was just. Film. It was just done smoothly, beautifully. Every shot was, and I mentioned that when I first started talking. About, yes, the first thing I said was the color composition, and I noticed that like every scene yeah. had this color palette that was very well balanced. It was like every scene could have been a framed piece of artwork. It was beautiful. Um, and kind of like you said, TW, or, uh, I'm sorry, AJ, uh, I think it was you, AJ, that said the, uh, the husband that was out framed. Yes. From yes. The, the bar scene. Yes. And even that is like a, could be a framed piece of artwork with, with these two people talking with this third person that's just outside of frame that, Remember- that speaks volumes. Remember the opening scene where they show that scene, yeah, and the people from talking. the perspective of the people that are watching them, and they're kind of see them talking later. about them, yeah. yeah. So it, it's just, yeah. But I, I think it's probably time. Let's uh, let's wrap this up and give this thing a a, a five star rating. Um, AJ, you loved it the most. So why don't you go ahead and kick oh, it off? What's geez. your five star rating on this one? I love this movie so much. Four and a half out of five. Wow, that's fucking high. All right. Marky, where are you at? I'm going to go with the same with uh, Killers of the Flower Moon because it's not something that I would necessarily recommend, but I could tell people that it's a good movie. So I'm going to go with a a three and three quarter, three, seven, five. I exactly the same as you. Three, seven, five. It won't make my top ten, but it was entertaining and had some great moments it yeah it had to it had some downsides but yeah it, it i didn't hate it t-dubs obviously hate it where are you five star rating one that's generous but we'll go with one sure. <laughs> <laughs> generous. Generous. one is generous, generous. aj so. aj I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just. I'm don't, ap- don't apologize. I no. I apologize. I, I don't you have apologize. an opinion on a film. I yeah. don't. I don't apologize for hating the movie. I apologize for how I spoke to you. I, I was not in a very good mood coming into this tonight. I made that clear. But I shouldn't take. I took a couple you of should, shots at you. You should have. You should have known better. No. <laughs> they were unnecessary. Listen, listen, and, listen. and I apologize. It accepted. But look. You you can voice whatever opinion you want. I, I I have a thick skin. You can say whatever you want to me. Um, I I've got to the point where, you know, I 
I, I'm ready to just love what I love, you know. Mm. And if, if that if that flies in the face of everyone else, that's fine. No, apparently I'm in the fucking minority on this one. All right, mm. like I I I <laughs> I was apologizing to fucking movie council nation over this because that's how mm. I thought oh, right. you guys were gonna. But, but <laughs> no, but I just didn't like the movie. But I shouldn't have spoken to you in that manner, and I apologize. Okay, I accept <laughs> apology accepted. I anyway, very I very mature that. of you, T. Anyways, which I, I, I okay. appreciate that. And by the way, Marky, I don't know if, if anyone has uttered that word that fucking sentence to me before. That I which one. He just said that was very mature of you, TW. Oh, right. That probably hasn't happened like ever in my entire life. So you just got your wings. True statement. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I I shouldn't have. It was wrong, but I was just very upset. Apology accepted. Okay. Well, listen, we got to um, we got to talk about next week because oh, we doing this, we doing this uh, brainstorm. Yeah, in in front of everybody thing that we did. I like it. Hey, here's here's Daddy's real quick thought. Um, maybe we take next week off. Um, I was thinking that we 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 go out to dinner with uh, Pumi, and that will give us a full extra week to. Uh, watch any movies we haven't seen yet and fully prepare our top 10 of 2023 for the week after. So, so DP, DP. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, I want to so badly, but I feel like there's going to be a few movies that we need to see that are not going to be out yet. Like, we got to see Poor Things. We got to see American Fiction. Um, That's probably it, right? What's American fiction? Well, that's the uh, one we talked about. I know you guys don't care. I know you guys probably don't care as much about this, but there are some some foreign films as well that are out there. No, well, Mm. no, no. I want to see Anatomy of a Fall. I want to see that. Anatomy of a Fall. We got to see Fall Leaves. We still got to see the Iron Monster. There's still got to see the Iron Claw. Iron Claw. That's yeah. why DP. I want to. I'm. I'm. I'm chopping up the bit too. There were so many good movies this year. Mm-hmm. I so, wanted. To, I want to do it too. But I. So, there's. There, there's a few we got to see still that are not going to be streaming. All right. So maybe we'll give ourselves a what, few more weeks. But what, I still what, say next week. Let Let's go out to dinner with Pumi and take a week off. Yeah. Plus, me and AJ are going to watch the Royal Rumble that night. So. So what oh, DP right, say? Yeah. I guess. I guess I agree with DP though. Like we could like independently watch those and not have to watch some movies and not have to review them necessarily, but then come back and do our list. Yeah. 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 And if there's any movies that you guys like think, you know, like AJ, you've been very heavy on the, I was going to say very heavy on bottoms. (laughs) (laughs) You've been very heavy on that movie bottoms. So if, you know, it's not free anywhere. I paid for it, but I'm a power bottom. I recommend it. That's going to be in AJ's top 10 probably. So, you know, if you guys have any that you saw like GP, I know probably guardians three will get into yours. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if you guys haven't seen Guardians 3 I haven't seen one or two so so D- DP still needs to watch Talk to Me um, so mm-hmm. you know, please we, please we get, DP please. Time to catch up and do that but yeah I think we especially going into this week where I was ready to shoot myself before we uh, even went on the air um, I think yeah maybe take next week off we have Pumi's birthday we'll do that AJ and I can watch the Royal Rumble and not worry about it and then we'll get back the next week but same punk's gonna win yeah, we just got to see um, – oh, oh, AJ, we'll talk off the air, something that's going on. Um, we just got to see what's what's going to be coming out. Again, we got to see what Anatomy of, of – I really want to see Anatomy of – I do too. That looks oh, true. I really want to see that. I know you Absolutely. can, yeah. like, rent it, but – Can you? Can you? I think you can rent it right now. 
Is it like All a right. six buck budget? Because that's yeah, I think so. That's what I'm I working so. with. That's okay. fine. I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody should be paying more than five or six dollars. I have a hundred dollar gift gift card balance at Amazon. Well, ninety four now after watching. Um, uh, oh, so so that the woman just watched a, a, w, uh, a gift card for Christmas, is so you could get yourself a gift card. Yeah. <laughs> no, people at work gave me gift cards for fifty bucks a piece. Twice, so I have I watched past yeah. lives. Marky, Anatomy of a yeah. Fall on Prime is is six dollars. So there's Boys. your budget. All right, um, there we go. Uh, man, the reviews on that are fucking great. Ninety six ninety. Is that a Korean flick? No, it's no, uh, uh, Norwegian. 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 Yeah, man, French I do Norwegian. love me a Norwegian. No, it's French. It's, it's French. It's, oh, okay. French. It's French. But it's oh, like a courtroom courtroom drama. French. French. Courtroom drama. Husband like falls out the window. I'm from Formula One. Dies, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the the um, you made me spill my macchiato. That's <laughs> not only getting best uh, foreign film nominations; it's getting but, best uh, but screenplay, screenplay, and Sandra Hewler for best actress as well. Mm -hmm. So she uh, was in something else too. I think uh, Zone of Interest. She's in Zone of Interest in... too, which is which is another one. Jesus Christ! But um, yeah, but American... Zone of Interest, I want to see. I think we need to see uh, Poor Things, American Fiction, Madame of a Fall, uh, Iron Claw. I mean, there's there's some we got to see. Stuff. I would American suggest Zone of Interest, but... American Fiction is not even streaming anywhere yet. I don't believe... Uh, it's still in theaters. You have to go to the theater to see that one. Uh, which I never do. Poor Things, you can go to the theater and see. Same it's thing. in limited theaters. Same thing. Same thing with the Iron Claw. So. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Let's wrap for the evening. We're going to... Guys, we're going to take next week off. Um, and then we'll, Which... um, we'll, we'll, yeah, it'll be fine. We'll go out, but to, it'll be lovely dinner. Yeah. Emerald Rose and Bill Ricca. Olive Garden. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So two more movies down, we got some other ones and maybe there's some other shit. Anatomy of a Fall, we should definitely do two weeks from now. And hopefully something else will pop before then as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we'll, we'll get posted on the Instagram or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll let y'all know, but we'll take a week off and then we'll be yeah. back with a couple more. Um, real, real quick, uh, a couple things. AJ a minute ago said something about being a power bottom, but not the first time. I'm actually a power bottom. So he loves that joke. He loves that. Yeah. He goes to the well on that one. That's, that's good. Because it's um, not a joke. Right. AJ actually. Oh, also. Actually a power bottom. Yeah, so DP, DP, <laughs> one thing I realized we did not do in this episode, DP, do we have social media? Or we, like that? <laughs> we do. We, we can be found on uh, on Instagram uh, and Facebook and Twitter. Still won't call it X. Um, uh, we can be found at Movie Council Pod. You can also email us at moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. And uh, wherever you listen to us, make sure you rate and review the podcast. Well, we need more reviews so we can get on to Rotten Tomatoes as official critics and uh, use the word cunt liberally yeah. when yeah. we review films. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Help us out, baby. Hey, <laughs> all right. Unless there's anything else, boys, we'll call it an evening uh, for myself, for DP. Marky, AJ, I just got to say, uh, I, I was not interested in this episode at all, but then I was. We had fun. It was a good time. Yeah, it's good times. I, I'm not in as bad of a mood as I was two hours ago. So <laughs> thank you for that, boys. Have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you two weeks from now. Good night. Night, night. night. Good night.
I don't know. Let's swing it fucking down to Charlotte. The movie council is adjourned. 